proudly exhibiting the talents and inspirational stories of the world's blind. This is the UVC Interview Thursdays podcast. This is Marilyn, a.k.a. The Cool Cucumber, and I am doing an interview today with Mr. Abraham. Good morning, Mr. Abraham. Good morning to you and good afternoon to me and to all others <laughs> whose time zone is the same with me. Yes. How are you? Oh, I'm well, thank you. And uh, how about you? How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, so, that's wonderful to know. <laughs> give me a background of Ibrahim. Good. I am a middle-ager, 50 years old now. I was born on the 2nd of January 1970. When I was uh, three years, I was busy playing with uh, one of my playmates when accidentally she took a plastic cup and hit my eye with it. And so it caused lots of pain in my eyes. So I was taken to the uh, Sudanese Eye Missionary Hospital where I was operated and all the operations were done. The tests were carried out by the ophthalmologists, but they found out that I could not see. So the ophthalmologists advised my mother to take me to a nearby school closer to the eye hospital where I had my eye operated. So I attended my first school for blind children in 1977. There I started reading and writing Braille and uh, by then, our headmistress was a U.S. lady from Florida, who is now late. Uh, he, she, she was late for long. Her name was Miss Elno Foshi. She took care of us when we were in the school, till she completed her missionary activities in Nigeria in 1978. So before the, the school closed down, we were asked, uh, we were given letters of transfer to go to School for Blind Children in Gindri, in Plateau State, which is in the north central part of Nigeria. So there, I continued from where I stopped at SIM School for Blind Children. I was able to pass out in 1983 after sitting in for interviews in three secondary schools. So I chose one of the secondary schools. I did the interview, and uh, I in the school I attended. Um, I had many sighted colleagues, so that made it the first time for me to study with the able-bodied counterparts. I found the studies very enjoyable, but sometimes there were some um, jealousy expressed by the sighted people, uh, especially if they see that we excel, we perform much more than they, they did. They used to stop reading notes to us, uh, so much so that we had to ask our um, tutors to give us their notes so that um, we could write down. And some of our tutors helped us in recording our notes. So it happened till 1988 when I was able to pass out from the secondary school and I went down home to for a couple of years to wait for my SSCE, the Senior Secondary Certificate Examinations result. When the result finally came out, I got my admission into Kaduna Polytechnic. Kaduna is one of the states 
in the northwestern part of Nigeria. So I studied special education visual handicap option there. And uh, I was able to pass out in 1992. And I had to wait for five years before I got my first and only job as a teacher in special education school to the Maliki. And uh, three years into my service, I was given an in-service training where I went to Bayero University, Kanu, to study special education and history for a combined honor with the title of the certificate being BA at Bachelor in Arts and Education. In 2004, I passed out successfully with a 3.72 CGPA being the best graduating student and being the only blind student in that class that passed out among the first 15 graduates. So I kept uh, teach, I, I kept uh, working as a special education teacher in, in that school that I mentioned uh, till 2006 when I applied for a Chevening scholarship. I applied for a Chevening scholarship to be able to study inclusive edu- education at the University of Manchester. And uh, I give thanks to God. I successfully passed the interview, which was held in December 2006. In January 2007, I was told that um, I passed the interview. And um, I was told that I was the only blind person who succeeded in in the interview. So we were 11 who were sponsored in 2007, sorry, to study uh, at British universities. So I chose to study um, inclusive education, not special education, inclusive education at the University of Manchester in in 2007, September. I had many support from my sponsors because they they bought me different Braille computers like the Braille Note, like the laptop, and um, I got many materials that aided my studies and as well got um, the sighted assistants who were sponsored by the British government to perform various activities for me. There were those who took me to lecture halls and brought me back. There were those who did the shopping for me, those who cooked for me, and there were yet others who took me uh, on a walk, especially if I I felt tired at home because of the uh, steady stress. I used to have uh, sighted people who uh, took me out so that I got myself uh, exercise, some exercise. Uh, so it happened till um, December 2008 when I came back to Nigeria. For the past 12 years or so, I have been teaching in the special education school to the Maliki. And uh, at uh, the other hand, or on the other hand, I can say, I've been um, doing some part-time lecturing at the Federal College of Education, Bichi. And the school has a department for special education. So I teach the sighted ones alongside those uh, uh, with disabilities who are, who are in the minority. So that's what I do. And my hobby is I like listening to the radio. I love perfumes of any sort. I like taking home study courses, especially with the Hadley Institute for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Winnetka, Illinois. I like um, uh, just listening to music, especially country music. And I go for other pop music. So when you post um, any music 
into the show, especially uh, every Monday I used to listen to the sounds with keen interest, especially this week that you played um, Adele. Uh, after listening to the bio of Adele, I I, I enjoyed the, the songs that uh, she, she, I mean, sang some years back. Uh, that's just some information about Ibrahim. That's great. Now, when you teach the sighted students, what are you teaching them? Well, I teach them, you're right. I teach them special education courses like introduction to Braille, like the use of the, of the touch typewriter, like the use of the abacus. I teach them how to teach a blind person to read Braille. And I teach them other courses related to special education, which I, my, my lecturers give, I mean, my head of department asked me to take because they think I could handle the course very well. That's great. Now, do you have children? Yeah, um, I have about six kids now. We got married in 2012. I got married before and uh, my former wife had three kids, two boys and one girl. That uh, my current wife has three girls, and you you can hear one of the girls shouting. I mean, reciting the Quran, shouting out. <laughs> so um, I have six kids. Uh, I give thanks to God for them, and uh, I so much like them. So, as a, um, a visually impaired parent, do you find challenges in raising children? No, not at all. I don't. My wife gives all the support that uh, she's supposed to. Whenever she leaves me with the, the kids, they sit down with me and um, knowing that I cannot see, they try to, I mean, some of my kids even sympathize with me, especially when I told them that um, if a playmate of mine hit one of my eyes with a cuff, uh, I, can, I could hear them saying, oh, I wish I knew that, that person who uh, hit your eye with a cuff, I, I would have revenged. I said, well, there's no time for revenge. It's just a history that I'm narrating to you people. And so, well, they, they have that sympathy for me. And that's why they respect me so much. Uh, I give thanks to God for having good and obedient children who never show any stigmatization to me just because I have a, a visual impairment. When you walk around in Nigeria or when you was walking around in Manchester, did you use a guide cane or how did you get around? Well, in Nigeria, uh, my wife renders lots of uh, assistance to me. Uh, she assisted me wherever I wanted to go, but anytime she was not around, I do move with my guide cane to wherever I wanted to go. And uh, in Manchester, uh, I told you I was provided some sighted uh, support workers who helped me. There were those who took me around to wherever I wanted. And there, there were those who took me to the lecture hall and, and brought me back. So um, I had a mixture of um, sighted assistance and uh, the use of guide cane. That's great. You mentioned the, the Hadley School that you've done courses with the Hadley School. What kind of courses have you done with them? Many courses, about uh, 15 of them that cut across many subjects. 
like uh, English composition, braille reading skills, the use of the abacus, that's abacus one. I studied the human eye to know the physiology and the anatomy of the human eye. I studied grade three braille, which is no more in use, but I still have that knowledge of the grade three braille. Uh, I studied um, courses that related to the lectures that I do, uh, especially the use of the typewriter. But unfortunately, all those courses have been discontinued. The only courses that are offered uh, by the Hadley Institute are courses that are Braille and ICT related for persons with visual impairments. If a person wanted to find out how to take courses in the Hadley, how would they go about that? The website for the Hadley Institute is www.hadley.edu. When one uh, clicks to the website, he will find a place where um, he will be asked to fill out a form. And if he fills out the form, then he chooses among the couple of uh, courses that they have, either Braille related or ICT related, um, to which he will choose which course to study. But before he starts doing the courses properly, he will have to, uh, they, they will send him or her an introductory course to knowing the Hadley Institute for the Blind. It used to be called orientation course. Now, um, I don't quite know the title of the course, but it acquaints one to knowing the work of the Hadley Institute for the Blind. So when one is able to pass through the course to, to pass successfully, then he'll be enrolled into the course that he or she chooses to study. Those courses are normally related to either Braille or ICT. Do you have words of encouragement to other people who are blind and visually impaired? Well, um, yeah, I do. I do. The word of encouragement is, please, my fellow persons with visual impairments, the condition that we are in is a trial for us to know how we will accept fate. You know, uh, in the Bible, when the disciples asked uh, Jesus, who, I mean, uh, because uh, they, they met a blind person by the name Bartimius, uh, they say, who sins was it that Bartimius became blind? And Jesus said it was neither his sin nor the sin of um, his parents. God made him blind to show to the people this is how he wishes to create human beings and so also in the quran there's a similar statement that uh, reflect, uh, reflects on on what i've just mentioned so um the fact that one cannot see does not mean that he cannot do anything in his life he should forget or she should forget about any negative impression or discriminatory labelous words that will be said against someone uh, rather he should push forward he shouldn't uh, have i mean have his knees weakened by those who might stigmatize or label at him or her rather he should move forward those who turn out to be uh, stigmatizers or expresses of a negative uh, attitude will come out to to be praiseworthy of the person that is if he is able to maintain himself or herself and know that he or she is a human being and he can forge ahead. The Almighty God who made us to be so 
uh, tells us that if we are patient in this world with the condition that we are in, we will definitely get to heaven as whole people with sight. Yes, that's the Quranic injunction that I am just mentioning to you. So, um, yeah, yes, that's what it said. So we should um, exercise patience uh, for the fact that we cannot see and overlook any negative attitude that will be uh, demonstrated against us and, and move ahead. We will be great and uh, we will live to be a good example that other people might copy. Look at Stevie Wonder. Uh, look at um, the former president of Indonesia uh, who was blind. Uh, nobody could ever say that um, a person with visual impairment, uh, impairment can, cannot rule a country, but he ruled a country which is populous in uh, among other countries in Southeast Asia. And his name remains indelible. So I believe that what the former president of Indonesia could do, you and I and many other persons with visual impairments could do. So there's just no point in looking low at each other or in us looking low at ourselves. Let us just forge ahead. The journey of a thousand miles, they say, begins with a step. So I do believe that we'll reach to the thousandth mile and even step forward, forward much more than the thousand miles that is being said in, in the adage. So that's the advice I have for persons with visual impairments and the generality of persons with disabilities. That's great. I agree wholeheartedly. Once you put your mind to something, go forward ahead with it. And there will be obstacles and challenges, but you can always overcome them. That's correct. I want to thank you for taking time to do this interview for United Vision Connect and have a great day. Oh, thank you very much, the cool cucumber. And um, I wish you all the best that this day offers and many other days to come. 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 Days to come.